0: Name is Nick, and I'm Damien. You're listening to the EQIQ EQ IQ podcast. podcast. This is where the independent
1: scientists and biotech entrepreneur come to find new paths to success.
0: Join us as we discuss strategies to launch your vision, grow your team's potential, and uncover hacks to push your career
1: well, well beyond what you thought possible. And we are back. Thank you so very much for joining us on this episode. I am Damien, and this is my co host with me. Very well refreshed. And welcome back to you too, Nick. And of course, keeping this ship straight, our producer extraordinaire, Pablo. Port and bow, stern and starboard. (laughs) I love it already. Yeah, so welcome back, Nick. Thank you so much for coming back because I was drowning. (laughs)
0: <laughs> suffering a little bit yeah i was away for a couple of weeks went off the grid in the tuscan countryside is tough mm,
1: i was a little bit jelly nick went away for his anniversary with him and the missus we wish them well although definitely realize how much i depend on this guy so i thank him so very much <laughs> <laughs> for coming back
0: or uh Pushing back my dreams of moving an EDC office uh, over to Europe a couple of years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we still have our dreams. Their dreams are gonna come true. That's what this. Why we keep working at it. Speaking of dreams, I think Nick, you're pretty refreshed, and I think that's a good topic to cover today.
0: Oh man, I mean, yes. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm very much back. Actually, really excited to be back. Two weeks is a long time. And I think near the end there, I was like, all right, like, I'm okay. I'm I'm actually willing to go back and check some of those emails. It's really something else to to be able to disconnect like that and just forget about the day-to-day gripes and almost reset to, I mean, for me, more like motivation to almost why we started doing EDC, you know, looking back and getting away from a lot of the the frustrations that come with running a business, kind of like a, a memory of past relationships. You're like, oh, maybe I could do that, but <laughs> just maybe not as bad as that.
1: Well, I think this is why today's topic is in and around taking some time off and actually taking those vacations. So standard vacation here in the States is 14 days, two weeks out of the year. I think in Europe, it's, it's a little bit more anywhere between four weeks to six weeks. Anybody that's listening from Europe can maybe correct me if I'm wrong. But the main point of this topic and conversation is why it's important to take time off, why it's important for two weeks I think for me, when I have taken vacations, two weeks was solid. It takes me like three to four, even sometimes five days to like unwind and then genuinely like reset my own brain and then takes me about another three to four days to actually like eager to ramp back up and so I don't know Nick you can probably share some of your experiences considering it's a little bit more fresh with you
0: yeah I I actually believe it or not my wife's a physician so obviously also very busy and we structured our trip around knowing that it was going to take us at least a couple days to kind of come down then Mm -hmm. we went out and really disconnected our trips are usually we start out in fairly busy city you know you're already kind of thrown off because jet lag between here and we were in italy so it was about 10 hour difference for us from the west coast and so right off the bat you're kind of thrown off but that's not the worst thing and then uh, i spent a couple days three days in a big city we were in florence which was amazing and then took a car and went out to the countryside that's where we really got to wind down Yeah, you still look at your phone and, you know, every time you kind of connect up to some sort of signal, phone kind of vibrates uncontrollably because of all the emails. (laughs) Uh, But I I think near the end of the time there, it's a little bit easier to to ignore it, at least in the middle. Uh, You get to feel a little bit more free and, and not feel so pressured to answer things. And I think that had a lot to do with how I left things. I'm a strong believer that the benefits of a vacation are not only personal you know it essentially stress tested Uh, all of the processes that we've developed over the past few months. And Mm -hmm. without me at the helm of those, we got to see, you know, do these actually work or not?
1: Yeah. I think that's why we always advocate for our clients to really take some time off to actually see and observe their teams, observe how their teams actually perform without them present. And I think there's always this, you're working in the business, on the business. And then Mm -hmm. like, how much is the business working for you? And it's a it's hard when you don't necessarily take the time to actually step back to see actually what is working, what isn't working. And the vacation kind of like forces you to pull away. I know for myself, the first time I actually got, quote, forced to take a vacation (laughs) and it was kind of like isolating, completely pull everything off. Like I didn't even have access to the Internet. Mm -hmm. And it was challenging for the first few days of trying to like be antsy and wanting to tend to the work. But maybe around like four or five days into it, you tend to stop really having the kind of phantom trigger effects of checking the emails Mm -hmm. or the buzz of the phone in the pocket and allows you to kind of like mentally reset. One of the things we always try to do is advocate for our clients to genuinely like calendar in those vacation times, because most times they're like, especially type A personalities, I don't have time, I don't have time. But time is just, it's such a relative value. When we think about how much we can frame the ROI, the return on investment that a time Mm -hmm. off takes or provides, you get huge returns. A lot of times people at that moment, they develop this anxiety of not being on the business and not working on the business, not working within the the actual lab. Experiments have to get done. How are the techs and postdocs and staff scientists able to get their things done? Oh, I have to be able to answer. But all that is just triggered by emotions. And Mm -hmm. when you've gone throughout this whole time, you end up actually experiencing this low-grade anxiety, low-grade cortisol spikes, and things that are really directly proportional to your cardiac uh, health.
0: It's not only low-grade spikes, though. For this time off, I started talking about it last year. Like I think I calendared it in probably six or seven months before actually doing it, and it's just Murphy's Law. Like You're not going to be there, so everything's going to want to fall on the time that you're not there which is not true it's just we end up doing a lot of stuff now that you're not going to be there it's a little bit more obvious but I (laughs) yeah there was some anxiety especially like two weeks out one week out two weeks out because you see the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. diminishing and your ability to, to complete things getting smaller and smaller and smaller and then one week out because that's when you just start chopping You're like, all right well this isn't gonna get done chop that's half finished that's enough for now chop uh, okay we'll get somebody to finish this one because i won't be able to touch that delegate 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 it's a great exercise in trusting your team, whether you actually trust them or not, you are Mm -hmm. forced to decide this person is going to do this. This is probably the second or third time that I go away this long with EDC and still learning. There was some stuff that was completed well beyond my expectations and I think ran as if I was there, uh, which is great because now I'm back and I can actually sit back and go, that doesn't need to be touched for a little bit. You know, it's good to run, at least for now, until things change or, you know, there's some major movement that's specifically relating to our accounts receivables, uh, which for anyone who works with universities knows that it's a pretty significant effort. Mm-hmm. We've got it down packed. And <laughs> this trip confirmed that, you know, it, it's good. It works. And now we can move forward and, and continuing to develop that and not have to look back at our processes and see if there's any way we can do it better. But on the other hand, there are some stuff that that didn't get done to, I guess, the standard that I was expecting, or maybe a standard is not the right word. It's just the level. That uh, I was expecting, and, and most of that was actually my fault. It was a lesson in being clear, you know, in delegating tasks in a way that obviously I know what I want and what I need. However, I can't expect directs and people that are supporting me to share my thoughts, you know, directly out of my head. And so, I need to be a little bit more clear on on how I want things done, or at least provide sort of those guidelines to to allow them to pick up the task and run with it.
1: Yeah, I think that you do a very good job at planning your time off and you make that kind of calendared into your system. But I kind of want to also talk about the actual culture in which we live within type A personalities, entrepreneurial ships, and even within the scientific innovators community, because the culture here in the States is that vacations is kind of like looked down upon. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's partly uh, the culture of the U.S. compared to some other countries. Like according to some statistics here, I'm looking at U.S. is ranked the least out of public holidays, vacation day. And then not only that, like the culture in which people appreciate these times off is just kind of baked within the society. But we see with overall job performance and overall life satisfaction, U.S. is kind of behind in that realm. How do we take the time off and then actually still be high performers? The challenge is not so much of just taking the time off, but understanding why the time off is important. I'm looking at these stats here. We can probably put this down into the the show notes uh, where I was going to ask you to speak on Canada, but Canada is not far, far behind as far as its rankings, but France, United Kingdom, uh, the European countries do so much better with taking time off and also encouraging that. I think mm-hmm. there's here and there's, there's a badge of honor with being exhausted and tired. And I'm sure people that are listening that are clinicians, they know this so well that there was policies within medicine to encourage people to
0: take some time off. To encourage, but not force. <laughs> Uh, But I will, you know, there is speaks to the
1: the culture, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a difference between Canada and the U.S. Actually, believe it or not, one of the few things that I had to get used to, because now and for the past, gosh, ever since I've been part of of the adult workforce, you know, after college, there's at least one three-day weekend every month in canada
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: you know they don't always fall at the best times but at least you can kind of count on there being at least one versus here and especially now here being the united states running our own business we are not good at keeping track of the holidays because we don't really have too many employees And we work on a more unlimited time off type of schedule as well. So, you know, people work on a milestone basis. It's not necessarily based on, you know, a day off. It's if you're not there, okay, just let us know you're not going to be there, Uh, which is great. But then you sort of lose track of what are days off, except for July 4th. But I think of July 4th and I go, great, that's a day that no one's going to bother me and I can catch up on things.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a big, huge thing for leaders and bosses and managers when they see these holidays as, oh, these are catch-up time. And it's even blurred the lines now with the hybrid models of working from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It blurs the lines for where are your genuine workspace and where is a space to like turn off and Completely shut off from everything. If you don't start to create an environment that encourages that, it becomes hard for us to really like take that time off. And I'm talking to leaders in particular and managers is because managers and leaders see these times off as catch-up time. What they're not realizing that also encourages your employees to practice uh, to actually practice that same kind of model oh my boss emailed me late at night so therefore I feel as though I have to email late at night or be available and so being aware of how much time you're taking off and genuinely taking that time off and letting people know it sends a signal to your employees to your team that oh it's okay to take time off right it's expected And kind of like what you were saying earlier about clinicians, that it's encouraged, but not enforced, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is from the top down of the leadership. If the leaders aren't actually taking the time off, then how do they expect the people, even the trainees, to take that time off as well?
0: And then there's guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Guilt, I think, plays a big part in working while you're supposed to be on vacation, while those days off are happening, as well as just not taking those vacations at all. Our clients that have children, I think are in a better position um, for what we're talking about right now because kids add sort of a a different type of pressure. You know, you always hear the people like, oh, your kid's only going to be, you know, so old once. If you miss it, you miss it. And I I think that for the most part, you have some some societal pressures like that that will take over. Other times you have situations like mine where you have, you know, your partner, your spouse that goes, I'm off for two weeks and you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because otherwise, you know, uh, to be perfectly honest, I, I would, I would definitely just be working through it because we're in. You would do
1: I, what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It,
0: because we're in a very passionate driven, uh, workspace, you know, we literally took our passion, made a company out of it, and that is now our job. And so even though we enjoy doing what we do and, you know, I love the conversations that we have with everyone, you know, my calendar is, is full of, you know, 15, 30 and 60 minute conversations and, and some that are longer and and that's great. Love it. But you still need to get away. You still need to change it. But it's so easy to just keep going. And you and I are kind of the polar opposites of of the conversation right now. Because I've had two large vacations, large being like two weeks in the past two years. And you've had, can probably count it on one hand. Yeah, actually, you don't need a hand. It's zero. (laughs) (laughs) so much so and I'll put you on the spot right now you actually delayed the trip he's not supposed to be here right now (laughs) he's supposed to be across the pond in Europe himself away from his phone away (laughs) from emails or at least uh, at a farther proximity than he is currently. So, yes, you're being publicly shamed for not taking a vacation.
1: And I wholeheartedly admit that. And I said that this is important for us to kind of like contrast in this conversation because you realize when you start creating natural pressures in your life to take certain times off. I mean, I am single. I don't have a partner that will say I'm having a mm-hmm. vacation. So am I um, even structuring certain things? Like the last time I did quote a vacation, it was only for one week. Before that, I went to this two-week silent meditation retreat, and that was isolating. You couldn't leave. It was basically like boot camp for my brain. And it was great, but it was super challenging. But it was something that was like vacation max. So it allows you to realize how much work your mind and brain does when you're, not, when you're not giving it t- the time of day to kind of relax. And I think that's a hard challenge for us to view within ourselves, especially when you're so passionate about your work and you don't realize, oh, wow, I should actually like take some time. Mm. And I like, thank God that I have Nick to help me to like create certain boundaries as well. But I think that's why teams are important to keep each other uh, accountable, to create cultures that actually encourage these things. And the rest of the team, when my assistant, Jesse, she's good at like, I'm not available, everything is off, don't mm-hmm. contact me. And I completely wholeheartedly appreciate that when she does that. But I think that when we don't encourage it on ourselves, it becomes challenging. It becomes challenging to see that you're experiencing this low, like again, this low grade burnout or which right. leads to burnout. Burnout. And so, I think for myself, when I did that, it, it created that burnout session for me. But to my defense, I do take uh, long weekends here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which so allows me to kind of so. like <laughs> <laughs> shut off.
0: Weren't <laughs> you supposed to come here last year and uh, you canceled that one too? <laughs> Yeah, that happens. Hmm. <laughs> um, when Pablo says here, he means Chicago. Uh, but so wait, what was it that got you to delay? And we're going to say postpone because we're going to say that you're still going to you know, at least take some time off. Uh, so what got you to postpone? the latest vacation, the latest time off? Because you're supposed to be gone now. To
1: be honest with you, it was definitely my niece's graduation. And so I was going to be going away. So I'm like, uh, I might as um. well just have it in uh, back home in San Diego with my niece. And so so was I kind of scheduled it in around there. Because if it wasn't, I would have definitely had made it London. Kay. But I think the, so the challenge let, is let, kind of like...
0: Let the record show that he was going to take at least a week off, if not more and is now taking two days off. So <laughs> what is it that potentially less distance away from Boston made you reduce your time off to only the time with your niece?
1: What was it? I think partly is us well, we've got a lot of things going on. I'm super pumped and excited for the new segments of Q three and four coming up and it speaks to what you said earlier is that you're so excited for things to get going and you go, you know what? I think I want to go a little bit longer. I think I want to go a little bit more. And in just the thought of that excites me and goes, and it creates this like sudden burst of like (gasps) adrenaline. And I think that's, partly of it. Mm -hmm. But I also do know that like, oh, it's like any, any athlete knows to take some time to recoup and recover, even if you got second, third or fourth wind in you. And I know my postponement wasn't, isn't going to be till like uh, fall or uh, fall over or winter. But I think that kind of speaks to understanding how much further you can go, how much further you can't go. And then kind of like scheduling in. That's why I'm, I myself is really bad about scheduling those things. That's why I have my assistant, Jesse, he has been sending me all of the, the, <laughs> the retreat, uh, retreat emails and stuff. But I think, again, it's still hyper important to do this, to acknowledge this and to apply this as well and to continuously like encourage or create a circle with teammates that will help you to take these times off.
0: Right. Put in the mechanisms. Cause I, I mean, you're going to have to schedule whatever that time is so that we know potentially just take your own advice. Um, Yeah. (laughs) but I I think that what, what you're describing is, is important. And I actually experienced that to a lesser degree in just starting to transition back. I can distinctly remember an afternoon in Rome that, uh, my wife and I just happened to come back to the hotel just to, to rest a little bit after, you know, something like (laughs) 22,000 steps, you know, walking around everywhere. And we both just got on, got on our phones and obviously there's internet there. And I just started swiping away at delete these easy emails, <laughs> read this one, uh, archive that, you know, star this one to look at later. And we kind of both looked at each other and was like, are you doing emails? He's like, yeah, are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. And it, it, it struck me because it felt appropriate. Both of us love what we do and because there's no other way that you can do uh, our job or hers uh, without loving it you can't just like it you need to love it and And i'm glad
1: you're saying that because you we have to acknowledge that people that are listening as well we're not saying that what you're doing is a bad thing it's actually we appreciate the fact that there is this love for you what you're doing i think some people say oh you're just taking me away from what i love to do we're not saying that we say that it is important but it's kind of like to balance that out
0: right and you know what what I ended up coming to the conclusion was is just we we're both excited to get back to it, you know, and and I think that also proves that we actually did have a nice vacation. We did do what we set out to do was to kind of slow down, disconnect. And now on the way back, we're excited to come back, excited, motivated to see what happened while we were away. Um, even though I did sort of keep up, but I didn't reply to emails. I just kind of like, made sure i was up to speed with with what was going on at least on a sort of daily basis and um, that's just what it is it's it didn't feel like work and this goes to what we say about the work life balance is if it doesn't feel like work then it's not work you know I'll tell you, I didn't do any invoices while I was over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but those short conversations, and there were a few things that you know, very brief emails that I I only communicated with with Damien and uh, Alicia, my assistant, while we we're over there. Sometimes you just can't get away from it, and there, there's little things, but you know those didn't take more than two or three minutes of my time, maybe looking at my phone like 10 minutes in the evening. But again, it, it didn't feel like work. I was excited to look at it. It didn't feel forced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me that. That's not work. And that was okay. I can
1: guarantee you I can look back at all my transcripts with any kind of client that has taken a vacation. Not one single one of them has come back and said that was a waste of time. (laughs) Every (laughs) single one of them has always said, I feel so much better. I'm ready to jump back into it. I'm glad I took this time. Every single one of them. I think this is important for those that are doing some transitional transitioning from one role to another, especially for our clients that are doing a transition into from a postdoctoral training into an independent lab or for those that are jumping into into a, a startup to take that time before jumping into it. Because I see people constantly go from one job, one job role to another job role without actually taking a break. And it's important to recognize that because once you get going in the next one, you tend to have to be on top of everything for a long stretch of time before you can actually feel like you can even remotely can take a break. And I think at the start of it is much more important. And I get the eagerness to get going and started, but it's important to like, take a step back, take a break, and then think about like, okay, why are we doing this? What is the plan? And kind of like dream a little bit about what it would be like. And I think that can feel like a productive time off, just dreaming about what it would be like a year, two years down the line for the startup to get going. What would a startup look like in year one, year two? Who are the type of people you're going to be working with? And I say dream a little because that allows you to relax a little bit and have fun with imagining the startup culture that you're going to be producing or creating. And when you jump into it, you have like a little bit clearer idea about the direction you're moving toward.
0: And it doesn't necessarily need to be attainable at the moment. When we say dream, it's actually dream. It's not, you know, we're not looking to like set the next milestone.
1: Yeah. We're just looking to say, how cool would it be?
0: Right. Exactly. So, take home, uh, I think on on the business side, which I really like to bring up because it's a it's a great pivot for people, myself included, uh, that need to look at vacation not only as a personal thing but also as uh, like a business endeavor. Look at it like an experiment. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. you're you are stress testing the systems that you created. To see what happens when you're not at the helm, when the director isn't there, because, you know, if things have been automated, then, you know, you're not expecting to do any inputs into the software that you've automated, whatever this process to be. And the same goes for the business processes that are just large coordination of, of different people. You need to see where the holes are. And the only way to do that is to kind of let go of the reins a little bit and see what happens.
1: Oh my gosh. I just realized something that like take home is I talk about dream a little bit. Imagine what it would be like. And then you come, come in the engineer Think about the practicalities of the design, (laughs) the experimental design of your creation.
0: (laughs) Well, because I I think that that's helpful. Like as much as, you know, you can say like, yes, the personal, oh yeah, it's great. Take a vacation, go like to this far away land, go experience something great. Yeah, it's great on a personal side. And there's no one that's going to to argue with that. But sometimes I, I, I think we need to also see the benefits uh, on the business side of doing something like that, which I, I cannot take credit for is that is taken directly from uh, Gary Vernerchuk Gary V, who I think actually schedules an annual vacation every year. I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. what I heard. Don't quote me on it. But the the work part and the benefits of, of stress testing the system and seeing what happens, that's from him. Additionally, I, I think that especially for a new team, which it seems kind of counterintuitive to leave a new team. But to me, essentially what you're doing is you're telling your team that I trust you guys to run the show. You know, I gave you the material. I told you what I could now I trust you to troubleshoot whatever you need to troubleshoot and deal what you need to deal with. And you know, if things are too big, you're coming back. You know, they'll, they'll be able to relay the information and explain, you know, whatever happened. But, you know, if there's some big decisions that need to happen um, or something needs to be decided to continue moving towards that ultimate goal, uh, they're kind of stuck and they need to do it. And And that's, again, sort of going towards this idea of an experiment. You know, you get to see what people's tendencies are. You can always go back and fix it. Typically. So
1: you're saying Nick I should stress test you guys. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, not I'm going to take a vacation like <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> well you said you were postponing until fall. So <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I agree with you. The stress test is going to be important. But I mean, I want to hear from the audience as well. Like when was the last time you went on a vacation? Or for those of you in European uh, areas, when was the last holiday you went on? Uh, we want to be able to hear some ideas and concepts that really helped you to r- see how that actually benefited you in your work performance how benefited your mm. your creative uh, outlets or even what what tips and tricks you have implemented in your own your work-life balance i think these are things that can also help others as well
0: and how long it was you know i'm sure there's going to be a huge variation in real vacations so i'm going to talk about like the long weekends
1: <laughs> yeah no we have had some clients that are uh especially one client who's spanish he takes a good solid like four weeks off and he's like nope my whole team knows i'm gone don't touch me (laughs) and i'm like awesome he's like i'm gonna be in the canary islands (laughs) and so but he's super productive he's his team his lab is amazing but i think this is again everybody has their own uh, ways of doing it and we just want to emphasize the importance of it
0: If you'd like to hear more about vacations and all our concepts around how to work, the passion-driven industries that we're in, or how to solve just the simple day-to-day processes that we're all part of, feel free to continue listening to us on this podcast. We're available on all the major streaming platforms, or you can reach us on the web at www.experimental-designs.com. All our contact information is there, including links to the podcast and all of our pages to go see the show notes and all the other information we have available for you guys. Thank you to all our listeners. This has been the EQIQ Podcast. Was a Raul Maria production.
1: I raised an eyebrow. I'm like, get it, boy. <laughs> <laughs>